previously on the Hoolies Hoolie. They built a house out of chocolate in France. And my girlfriend was like, are you looking at this? And I was like, yes. Um, It was booking a flight to go lick the house. Are the very, pipes very chocolate? Like, is the piping chocolate? That's what I was thinking. I was like, is there a chocolate toilet? Is the foundation is working, chocolate? You know? <laughs> is there a chocolate toilet? A chocolate toilet could be pretty confusing. I mean, unless, <laughs> unless, unless they made the, the toilet out of white chocolate. Not if the you know water I mean? was like, made. Like, the toilet was made out of white chocolate. That'd be something else. Imagine it, that. Oh, that would be awesome. It would be something Just else. Just licking the side of a toilet that was made out of white chocolate. <laughs> uh, Mr. Flint, that content is for a different program. SBC, welcome back to another week of the Hooli's Hooli Radio Hour. My name's Patty Hoolihan. I'll be your host all hour. Joining me as always is twin brother Billy. Hi, Bill. What's up? And the greatest person in the world, Clayton O'Brien. Hello, Clay. It is I. Welcome. Another week of fun and laughs. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you just walked in the door. That was beautiful timing. As the previously was going on and you sat down. Clay was going to lead us in. I was, I was gonna, about I was to give excited. you the stop sign and be like, Clay's doing it tonight. Power through the door in my candy cane shirt. What do you think of my candy cane <laughs> I shirt? I you're going to start throwing lollipops at it's people. It's kind of blinding me a little bit. Just it? It's a little bit hard yeah. on the eyes. Let's explain that real quick. I'm a little dressed up. I'm coming from the Chicagoland Sports Hall of Fame Awards Ooh. that happened tonight at uh, the Wintrust Arena. A uh, couple people, uh, Chicago sports legends were being inducted in. Sure. Uh, I had an Annie Oakley, a free ticket, courtesy of Charlie Carey. Thank you, Charlie, out there. Nice. Uh, so I thought I'd go down there and, and schmooze a little bit and, yeah, and yeah. watch. Coach Porter Moser went in from the Loyola Ramblers. Okay, yeah, nice. Uh, and, and then we had Rob Ninkovich from the New England Patriots. Uh, you know who Ninkovich is? Absolutely. Outside linebacker, middle linebacker, I think. Yeah, South Sider. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. High School, maybe? Muffet McGraw from the University of Notre Dame. Okay. Mitch Rosen from the score. Uh, okay. It took the score, uh, 670 the score, took down the media award. That was pretty cool. And Eric Dickerson of the Los Angeles Ooh, Rams was nice. there. He took the Gale Sayers Lifetime Achievement Award. Pretty cool event, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so that's why, you know, that's why I have a little bit of a, 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 a professional dress on tonight. Uh, yeah. A button-down yeah. shirt. But Definitely don't of, look like Santa Monica, boy. No, no, this is, I'm Brooks Brothers, man. You look like last year's winner of the Masters. Yeah, I got the green a, jacket. You have a yeah. Green sport coat. I do on, have yes. a green sport coat with gold buttons. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It does look like I was uh, an award winner of the Masters tournament. <laughs> I thought, there were, I thought the golf tournament, not the uh, Larry Flint Masters. Uh, the uh, I, I purchased that. Co- I thought there were going to be more guys walking around with jackets like that at a sporting event like that. No, it's dress up. It was very. Yeah, everybody was very, very dressed up. Yeah, to the nines. You should put a patch uh, on that jacket. What kind of patch? A Masters patch? Whatever you want. Yeah, like an NFL patch on it. NFL Players Association. <laughs> no, patch? the NFL are the gold. Yeah, the gold jackets. No, yeah. just like a crest. I should say. A crest. An Irish yeah. crest? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, maybe I can wear uh, an ascot of some kind. Mm-hmm. You know, a long time ago, we talked about creating the uniform on the show. Oh, I yeah. had that going for a little while. Yeah, you kind of given up on that. I got to go back to it. Maybe, you know. Maybe this is your new uniform right now. New uniform is yeah. uh, I look like Brent Musburger, uh, circa 1987. <laughs> <laughs> um, in any event, it was a cool event. How's everybody's week going? <laughs> Are you having a good week, Bill? My week just ended. I'm going on vacation now. Ooh. Oh. I mean, I just took the last two days off of work, and then Columbus Day will be off, so I'd use up my vacation time. Got to use up the vacation time. Wish I had that excuse. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, honey, I got to use up my vacation time. I'll be home next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. What do you got on agenda for the vacation? Gonna relax. What's that involve? Eating candy? Eating Relaxing. some candy? Get my business in order. I have a busy next few months ahead of me. Getting, really? Ooh. Yeah, man, it's my time of year. Getting your binders in order? Getting your Getting liquor binders. binders in order, baby. That's exactly it. No chocolate houses <laughs> this fall. No licking, no chocolate houses. This I won't fall. make it to any chocolate house this fall. What do you mean by chocolate house? What that's the heck? Well, you were you, see. I think you missed the opening when we were leading. We were talking about the chocolate house. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Just jumped pe- right in and not even knowing what we were talking about. Yeah, they, that's yeah. somewhere in the middle of Germany, correct? There's a France, chocolate France. house. France France, France, France. What's the difference? I gotta stop mixing up France and Germany. Yeah, that's not a good thing. (laughs) It's very difficult. Such an American guy. Uh, We were gonna hire him until he kept mixing up France (laughs) and Germany, and and we just couldn't. We couldn't push his button on that. Um, As you can tell, I have a illness. You you have a cold. I'm yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's not pleasant. 
No, it can't be pleasant. I Don't get me sick. Don't be touching anything. I won't, I won't be touching you. All right. Uh, we did have the Irish American movie Hooli over the last uh, mm-hmm. past weekend. Heard it was a great success. It really was a lot of fun. We had some great filmmakers, and I want to thank Mark O'Connor of Cardboard Gangsters. By the way, you can see Cardboard Gangsters on Netflix uh, nice. if you're tuning into the show right now. Uh, his screening on Saturday night at the Gene Siskel for the Irish American movie Hooli coincided with the North American release of Cardboard Gangsters on Netflix. Oh, nice. Streaming worldwide. Beautiful. Uh, award-winning film. Uh, so check that out. Great little movie. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank Fergus O'Brien, uh, another filmmaker who came in from uh, <clears throat> London, and uh, he's an Irish-born uh, filmmaker. He brought us Mother's Day, nice, which was a great film. Uh, not yet available, but you can Google it. It's uh, a BBC film, so sure, excellent, excellent film. And then I want to shank. Uh, I want to shank. <laughs> shank somebody. I want to shank. Uh, I want to thank Sean Hartophilus. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I always have a hard one. time with Sean's name. Sean Hartophilus. Sean Hartophilus. He brought uh, a movie called Kobadanga, which was a psychological thriller, and that was on Friday night. And we all went out Friday night with Sean. Bill, sure. you were with me. Uh, the mm-hmm. lovely Mary, your girlfriend, joined. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife, Haley. And uh, all the filmmakers, we all went over to the Emerald Loop, which was one of the sponsors of uh, the film festival this year. Yeah, nice. thanks to Eamon Vaughn. And uh, we had a little soiree, a little party. Uh, and uh, want to also give a thank you to um, Michal O'Flaherty of Slain uh, Irish, Irish Whiskey. He was at the film festival all three nights. That's right. Foreign Irish Whiskey. Big thanks to him and the people from Brown Foreman. And the Gene Siskel Film Gene Center. Gene Siskel Film Center as well. Come join us next year. Uh, go to moviehooli.com. Where yep. We're always looking We've for already Irish booked American. The dates. I don't have the, like, the exact dates, but we're in. We're in again for next year. They gave us the dates. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But So three new movies next year to look forward to. Or more. Uh, and if you are a filmmaker listening to this program and you're of Irish descent, uh, shoot us your movie. Uh, email us. You can go to freecrack.com and find us there. Yeah. Or you can find me on LinkedIn, my favorite social yeah, network. You can find right. him on LinkedIn. Is right. there a lot of LinkedIn going on tonight? Um, no. Uh, it's a different kind of event. You know, it's interesting. I don't think I would meet a celebrity and go, you know, listen, beautiful to meet you. You're not on LinkedIn. I'd like to send you a message. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can find you on LinkedIn, right, Eric Dickerson? There are a lot of fanboys at events like that, though, Clay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, autograph seekers. Sure. Adults that are autograph seekers. Right. Uh-huh. Which is an odd thing to me. It's not that odd. It's not? No, because they turn around and they put them on eBay 45 minutes later. Okay. I don't know if all of them do that. But it's money. Yeah. Well, I think if you were a celebrity, would you say to a guy who's over 40, like, what are you selling this? You're going to sell this? You're going to sell my I'd autograph say, yeah, now? I am selling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell it to you. For how much? I'll sell it to you for 500 What do you think a Porter Moser of uh, the coach of the Loyola Ramblers autograph would go for on eBay? You know, 50 bucks. Like a Final Four poster? Man, I should have like been a fanboy tonight. I, I might have made out. If you can get the whole team to sign a poster, now we're talking. Hey, listen, hit me up on LinkedIn. Sign this right now. I want to send you this. I would like to understand if you may perhaps you get the whole team to sign it. You, could find, you should find every member of the team individually on LinkedIn. And eat send them messages. Be like, I'm trying to get you guys all together to sign this poster. <laughs> I'm just a guy. My name's Pat. I'm just a guy with a radio show. My name's Pat. I'm a fanboy. I love the Ramblers. I got a story to tell. I got a maroon and white pinstripe shirt at home. Right? <laughs> you know, it didn't even occur to me to talk to Porter Mojer and say, what do you think of my, my maroon and white candy cane shirt? <laughs> yeah, I'm just a candy boy. Probably would have headbutted you. It is kind of a Loyola Rambler, like basketball coach shirt. The shirt is? Yeah, maybe. Well, it's, a, it's like a rich guy shirt. It's a rich guy shirt. It's like a country club, like, rich guy, like, yeah, you know, I drive a Jaguar or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I wish everybody would think of me that way. I drive a Honda and live in a townhome. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But occasionally I wear rich guy shirts, you know? Yeah. But it looks nice with the khakis. Honey, know? for Christmas, uh, give me some of them rich guy shirts. You I could wanna... be an announcer for the Masters, no no question. With a shirt like a very gymnastic. And, and the khakis and the green coat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You show up. You should show up at the Masters dressed like that and see if someone... Just walk around? <laughs> <laughs> Wear a headset and just walk in the background? <laughs> That's a Start shtick. fiddling with cameras? I wonder if anyone's... At, like, how often that is done. I'm the assistant camera technician's like supervisor. A, it's funny that you bring that up, Clay, because I, uh, imposter, <laughs> you know... Imposter syndrome is a thing, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Tonight, as we're leaving the Wintrust Arena for the Chicago uh, Sportsland Hall of Fame Awards, yeah, uh-huh. uh, you, you know it's right down where you know just uh, a little bit south of McCormick Place, and that is all new development in the Brownsville uh, area over sure. there, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's actually very difficult to navigate around. Yeah. Crazy big buildings and a lot of it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's these buildings what are, you are from just a, from a little <laughs> island somewhere. Yeah. No, it's like the the way the traffic is. You get like all the weaving and like crazy the different big lanes, buildings. Right? I'm just I'm just so airplanes, very and stressed oceans. out. Okay. Yeah, I'm a taxi driver. I don't go by near there. There's too too many crazy big buildings. <laughs> anyway. So yes. Um, a lot of these buildings, because of that development, all the new development, uh, obviously I could see how it would double for Chicago Med, like a hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. right. As we're walking out, I see the signs, having worked on movie sets in the, before, where it says Med and then an arrow. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm like, oh, that's to set. Like, they're shooting Chicago Med over here. Right. Walking to the garage, um, and there's a, there's a gentleman who, who's sitting in front of, like, a, a unmarked squad car. Okay. Right? I go, Chicago Med? Like that, right? And uh, he goes, yup. And I go, oh, can you tell me where I park? You know, where I pay to park? And he goes, oh, no, no, man, it's good, it's good. And he goes into his car, and he gives, he goes, here. And he gives me a validation, right? Yep. I think that he thought that I was, like, a producer or somebody like that uh, that was a part of Chicago Med. Because of your green sport coat. Got to be, right? He was, like, he was like, that guy looks like Jim Nance. Maybe he'd be a producer of some kind. Wait a minute. He's Maybe he works for Dick Wolf. I can't tell. It. I, 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 in any event, I'd give him a validation. Is that what he really sounded like? Uh, no, he does. In my brain, yeah. He wasn't okay. a Southern gentleman? Uh, Y'all working for uh, NBC? Wait a minute. His sport coat yeah. is neither black nor blue. He uh, must be from Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Clay, maybe I get an NBC patch for the jacket. Now we're talking. A All peacock. Right. Yeah, big peacock. Somebody sewed a peacock on me quick. You with NBC? No, I like peacocks. <laughs> I'm a peacock fan. Anyway, he gives me the validation, and I'm like, uh, I'm with Dad. Yeah, uh, he came with me, and he goes, uh, "What'd you get there?" And I go, "It's a validation free part. We're gonna part. We're gonna move this and be out of here for free, right?" Mm-hmm. That's got to be worth like twenty five, thirty bucks. I'm thinking. Sure. Sweet. That was so nice of that guy. I go, "You sure?" So the guy goes, "Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm okay." So we get all the way into the garage, and as we're leaving, right, uh-huh. there's a guy who, like, right as we're leaving, like, stands in front of our car, like the security guard. Uh-huh. He goes, "Now tell me why that gentleman gave you a validation." Right? I go, because he's a nice guy. You know? And uh-huh. he goes, I saw you guys leaving from the Wintrust Arena. You're not with Chicago Med. I go, I never said I was. All I said was, Chicago Med? Like, are you with <laughs> Chicago Med? Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is all I did. It's really all I did, right? Uh-huh. And the guy goes, well, you're not with Chicago Med. you got to pay. So he, like, lorded over us while we paid. It was $23, and he let us out. But wow. I think the only thing that I could have thought of other than, you know, that would have gotten out of us uh, a situation like that. You should have flinged oatmeal in his ass. I should have given him a <laughs> box of the McCann's Irish oatmeal in the back seat, and it didn't occur to me yeah. that when traveling, uh, yeah. that that is currency. It's, like, it had is, a rough day. We're just here to park. We want to go home. Have some oatmeal. It's pure gold. Uh, it is. And all the athletes tonight had McCann's Irish oatmeal, by the way. Before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a Hall of Fame treat. Absolutely. Uh, this show is presented by McCann's Irish oatmeal. It is the greatest oatmeal in the land. More Hoolies Hooli after these messages. McCann's Irish oatmeal. We've been warming the hearts, minds, and souls of the most discriminating oatmeal lovers for over 150 years. From the family farm to your table. Enjoy the whole grain goodness of McCann's Irish Oatmeal today. Available at your local grocery store. I'm Brendan O'Brien. Back in June of 1976, a guy opened a saloon on the south side called Riley's Daughter. That guy is my dad, Boz O'Brien. Millions of pints have been poured since then. Our family has quenched the thirst of the south side for over 41 years. The storied history of Riley's Daughter is familiar to generations of friends who've told me their tales of nights they'll never forget at Riley's. Maybe they met their future wife or hubby at Riley's, or maybe they were there for many of our White Sox, Bears, or Notre Dame trips, or maybe their grandmother once bribed the judges in our Irish soda bread contest. We'll never tell. My family has been proud to be part of that over the years. One thing my dad has taught me is that you can't have too many friends. The legacy of Riley's daughter has been the people we've been lucky enough to meet who stop by and share their good times with us. Today we're back in the South Side, right where we started, at 4010 West 111th Street in Oak Lawn. As Yogi Berra said, it's deja vu all over again. We actually closed the deal on our return the day Yogi died. God rest his soul. Two years later, we haven't missed a step. If Yogi were alive, we'd tell him. Pull up a stool at Riley's Daughter and make yourself at home. 
If it's good booze and a friendly chat you're looking for, please stop by and say hello to my dad, Boz, my brother, Danny, or me, Brendan O'Brien. If you don't bring a story, we'll make sure you leave here with one. And if you mention the Skinny and Holy Show, we'll make sure to put an extra ice cube in that drink of yours. Hope to see you back at Riley's Daughter in Oaklawn on 111th Street. Putting your future in the hands of a lawyer can get personal, particularly in personal injury cases. You've got one shot at justice, so you're going to want a guy who thinks like you. Tom Gorman is Southside Irish all the way. He grew up in Holy Redeemer Parish, went to Brother Rice, and yeah, he got a ride to play ball at Notre Dame, played on the undefeated 1988 National Championship football team. After a shoulder injury ended his career, Tom stayed on with the Fighting Irish for his master's and law degree. Tom won the American Jurisprudence Award for trial advocacy at Notre Dame Law School, and he's been a trial lawyer ever since. Tom's practice is devoted exclusively to personal injury and wrongful death. Jury's $1 million verdicts for his clients, but his focus remains on those families and their futures. Tom and his wife, Christine, have lived in Beverly for almost 20 years. And they're raising their five kids in Christ the King Parish, Brother Rice, Mother Macaulay, and their oldest son is now at ND as well. Lots of folks have to deal with tragedy. It's good to know there's a guy out there you can count on will be in your corner to protect your family. You can call Tom Gorman directly at 312-345-7210 and tell him about your situation. Go to the website, www.gormantriallaw.com. He's a good guy. There's no charge for the consultation, and you'll meet a new friend that's ready to fight for you and your family. Call Tom Gorman today at 312-345-7210 and tell him your story. Welcome back. Tell him your story. Tom Gorman, he is a good guy. Hooli's Hooli. Uh, we were talking before the program uh, started, well, at, right as it started, that I was at the Chicago Sportsland Hall of Fame yeah, Awards. Uh-huh. Watching yeah. some Chicago legends go in. Uh, wonderful event. I wish I was a legendary sports hero. I wish I was a legendary <laughs> sports hero. Speaking instead of, of... Speaking of legendary sports instead teams... Instead of not one... Uh, Clay, your prediction was correct. Yes, it was. Yeah. The Chicago Cubs will not win the World Series this year. No, they won't. Nope. That wow. being said, the Chicago White Sox... Will also will not win it. Yeah, they Let's stunk, go. Let's root for the Brewers, though. Huh? I agree with that, Clay. Uh, I was talking about that earlier tonight. It's their time. Some, it is their time. Why not? Let the Brew crew win one. Major League Baseball absolutely will not want the Brewers there. Why? Because it's not a ratings draw for them. It's a it's a beer it's a beer town. It is a beer town, without a doubt. The beer companies will want it. The beer companies mm-hmm. Miller Lite will go bonkers for something like that. Uh, in, in in return, will reflect the NFL. I want the Yankees. Don't worry about it. You want the Yankees, Bill? Yeah. How about Yankees Brewers? That'd be great. Did the Yankees win? I have not seen any scorecards. The Yankees were playing they're Oakland two nothing in the first, six nothing. This is the, they're going to handle Oakland pretty well, I think. Oh, Billy from the Bronx over. Here. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be cool. It's going to be Yankees Boston pennant. That's going to be bigger than the World Series, I think. That the lot the ratings on that. The Red Both Sox those teams won 100 plus games. On fire. And the AL had three different teams, I think, this year that won over 100 games. That hasn't been done in like. Who were the three teams? Cleveland. Did Cleveland win 100? Houston. No. No. Houston, Houston won 100. New York won 100, and Boston won 106. Wow. And that's the first time they've done that in 106 years. Yeah. It's insane when you think about that. It's like the Yankees are up six that, nothing. That means they they destroyed everybody in the AL. <laughs> Those three teams, other than maybe Cleveland, who's in Oakland, who probably played. I mean, yeah, no, actually, Oakland won ninety something games too. I mean, it was like there was no comp. Everybody else other than those six teams was terrible. I've always had a little bit of affinity for the Oakland A's. Yeah, I like the A's. I think it's because of those like good times. when I was a little kid. It was <laughs> I like the A's. It was good times growing up watching them A's. Even though I was from Chicago with a uh, Georgian accent as a six year old boy. No, like McGuire, Conseco. McGuire, Conseco. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Dennis Eckersley. Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart. Right. Carney Lansford. Yeah. Uh, was Dave that- Henderson, also known as Hindu. Was his nickname? <laughs> was that the '89 Oakland A's team that lost? It was '89, '88. The '90s. No. the '90 team that lost to the Reds, right, with Chris Sabo and company. Correct. Okay. Jose Rijo. Yeah. And uh, baseball was so different when we were. I mean, Randy not like Myers. we grew up in like the '40s, but it really was different in, the, in the late '80s and '90s. I agree with that, Clay. It was. Um, I don't know. It was weird. Like there was 
I don't know. There's something about well, it. media has changed the landscape of sports uh, exponentially over the last 20 years. So uh, I think there's such a fan connection, and and people feel like they know the players more than they've ever been able to get close to them. Right. Which has changed the game. Um, these guys were on pedestals when we were kids. You know, like yeah. the, Conce- the Bash Brothers. You know, it was like, oh my god, what a big deal that was. Um, you're also ten, though. But you don't know any better, right? Uh, yeah, right. You didn't know the half of them are like, you know, cokehead psychos, right? And then you're, and then, and then you're 28 years old. You're like, and, oh, Daryl Strawberry was kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 28 years old, making 30 grand a year, and you're like, forget about baseball. That Daryl Strawberry gets in your Uber, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember you. You're awesome. Uh, are you Daryl Strawberry? Hi, Mr. Strawberry. Um, in any of uh, in any event, one of my favorite little phrases yeah, on this program, mm-hmm. trying to as a transitional in such any a, event, such a on, green s- on to the next topic. Such yes. a guy in a green sport club yeah. phrase. Mm-hmm. In any event, uh, <laughs> at the Masters, I, we ran into Pete Rose at cocktail hour this afternoon. You wouldn't believe it. Big golfing fan. He was hanging out with Hawk Harrelson, mm-hmm. uh, who had just retired. Uh, you like the Yankees, Bill, for the World Series? I'll take the Yankees just to, for the fun of it. I, uh, I think that's a fair fair play to you. Um, I like the Yankees. I have an affinity in my heart for them, having grown up in New York City for a little bit of my life. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I would like to see a Yankees-Brewers World Series. That would be nice. That would be interesting. The Red Sox are going to be hard to beat. Though. I think the Red Sox are. I mean, I li- I'm saying I want the Yankees. The Red Sox are. Their pitching is so tough. At least tough, it's, it's, it's going to get dirty, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good teams. Good teams in it. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think about I I'm sad. And I'm saying this as a Sox fan. I'm really sad about what happened with the Cubs. It affects my uh, financial sa- situation because of my stores that I take to, and I service that are you know Billy's clients. back to Billy's. Liquor. I need to sell liquor. You know what? Down Bill? there, and I need the Cubs winning baseball games and that area jumping to do that. Um, I th- that's a very fair statement to make, Bill. And I don't think that you are alone in feeling that. I'm sure that many, many tavern owners here in the city of Chicago. Oh yeah. Were yeah. like what? just happened you know it's like it's like having a flush hand the entire season you know and and losing on some sort of a straight flush yeah exactly and you're like what (laughs) yeah i thought we were going to the playoffs even up until last week everyone's like when the cubs were kind of i kept saying it all year i was like they're fine they're just as just as them because i think it was maybe when i look back to that world series year they put the Jets on at the end of the season and never looked back. It, it was like, you know. That's a baseball term. Like, yeah, you got to put but them this, Jets on. You want to win that World did, Series. There were times where they were a little sluggish, and then it was off and running. The Cubs just, I think, you know, it was too inconsistent. What it boiled down to is they had some bullpen issues. They couldn't hit. Their pitching was fine the last two I mean, <sighs> at the end of the no. day, to try to get them over the top and into the playoffs, they had all the pitching they could have ever asked uh, for. I don't know about that. I, I might disagree with you, but it um, all comes down to pitching. You need to have a lot of a loaded back bullpen and a, and a proven. That's what when you look at 2016 for the Cubs, you have to equivocate how important Araldis Chapman was. It all to comes them. back down to pitching, Bill. He was guaranteed pitching. if they could get a one run lead or anything. Pitching like that. or pitching? Pitching. You know what oh. though? Last night's game against I'm not necessarily last night's game against, you know, Colorado was they got beat. But the day before against Milwaukee, and it was like this is a team they saw all year long. Own the now that's another thing. A lot of gripes I heard from people too were and I might agree with them is how does a team that wins almost 100 games, has the best record in the National League, mm-hmm. and and then um, owns a season series against the same team in their division and ties them for first place, Right. how come they don't win the division? Right. If they own the highest percentage of wins between the two of them, it should be awarded to them, and then the other team should have gone to the wild card. That's what I just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the way you want. Well, it's they, because they of the you. new wild card playoff. They have that yeah. extra team in there to make it, you know, interesting. Unfortunately for the Cubs, it was, you know, it was their unlucky day. It's and, great theater, and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Is that Major League Baseball wants to put great theater out there, and they want those ratings and those wild card games a lot for big sponsorship opportunities. And you know, it's all about money, it also baby. goes it, back. Yeah. And here's the way I think. And I said the same thing too to um, a friend of mine today. I go two toughest sports to win championships in. Hockey and baseball. The seasons are so long. Yeah, There's so gr- much fatigue that takes place on these guys' bodies throughout the whole season. And it can be gone in the blink of an eye. 
whipping that baseball Back at the around. end of the year. I mean, As like, it is now for the Chicago Cubs. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, I'm you know there's a lot of unanswered questions uh, for them. They got they they got you know I mean they do have their young guys tied up, but Joe Madden there looks like they're not going to offer him an extension. He's still got one more year left on his deal. Um, uh, I would be Bryce, happy. Uh, Mike just pointed at me. Is Bryce Harper? If they go get Bryce Harper, I will be like. Uh, they're gonna have to trade. Maybe Addison Russell throw him into it because oh, he go gone. ahead, he go get, yeah. get Mickey Mantle. You still yep. ain't gonna win it next year. Uh, the Cubs have acquired the gravestone of Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <They> were, uh, <laughs> unfrozen we Mickey Mantle. Unfrozen <laughs> Mickey Mantle. They've unfrozen Mickey Mantle. Half unfrozen. Uh, I don't know. I, here's the thing. Stiff. Here's what I you know I said. The next time the Cubs are going to the World Series, mm-hmm. it's going to be against the White Sox in about Ooh. three years. Ooh. That's what I think's happening. Very I think we're going to get treated with a that would be that would be an L series here in Chicago. And Joe Madden will be the coach of the Chicago White Sox. Oh, could that I, be? Would that be know. weird? And Dave, I heard all kinds of rumors today. Everyone's saying about Joe Madden. They're like, well, you know, is he going to be back? They'll keep him for another year. Um, I would think. But they're not going to give him an extension. You know who's going to be coaching the People Cubs? People Mike, Mark DeRosa is a possibility. They like him. They like David Ross. Is another possibility that they might bring in. Um, really, Grandpa Rossi from the World Series team. I think they're the thinking that. No, the Cubs. You know, Flint. Well, here's the thing. Lawrence Joe Flint Joe has Madden, been in the discussions as the next coach. I think of the they brought Cubs. Joe Madden in. Not just be, not only was he a baseball we minor, a guy bar- who had done incredible things with Tampa Bay. We got to get better pitching. We got a bar. But he knew how to work with young kids. And now that these kids that are on the Cubs are a little bit older and wiser and have been through these playoff stretches, hey, I think maybe the organization might look look at the look at it and go, Okay, these kids know what needs to be done. They know how to play baseball now and they're not kids. Let's bring in a younger, youthful coach who can maybe spark them a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, uh, it seems to be a trend in all professional sports. A la the Cardinals cutting Tony LaRusso loose and then bringing in uh, But Matt Matheny didn't really work. Um but uh, I, 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 but whoever they have, like then they replaced him with another younger guy. I don't know. Go have figure. a toddler in there. Put a twelve-year-old in there. Twelve-year-old kid <laughs> coaching the cops. That's a nice. That's, uh, they made that movie. It was called Rookie of the Year. No, yeah. he wasn't the manager. He's just a, no, well, he, had, we he can, had a rocket arm. That kid. Yeah, the Bitsky boys. The Bitsky boys are celebrating in town excessively this weekend after Mitchell Trubisky of the Bears. Mitchell Trubisky. How about saying that name? Isn't that crazy to say? It's a great Six TD passes, Detective huh? Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Trubisky. You say Trubisky. Assistant well, principal Mitchell Trubisky. He's sick today. Is it Bitsky or Bisky? What it's, is it? Bisky or Bisky? It's Bitsky boys for us, but it's <laughs> Trubisky. Well, he put on a real show against those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, yeah, he did. He should have been playing three that. years ago starting. What was that, five he, touchdown passes? Six. In the first, six. He was one away from the NFL record. I'm like, is, there, is this guy going to really break the NFL record today? I'm like, his you know, second season in the NFL, it's like, holy cow. Well, all the doubters have seemed to have gone away. I mean, uh, two weeks well, ago. Games two not, weeks ago. No, this there's, guy, pl- there's plenty of doubters on him still. There's plenty of people out there that are like, eh. You know, Tampa Bay had a lot of guys that were hurt. They're, you know, it's a team that's kind of, uh, I don't know what, in, you know, it's you know all about the fact that healthy. Tampa Bay was two and two, go, or that is two and two on the year, it was two and one going to that game. A lot of experts would say that was insane to them. They who do they got it. next week, Bill? I don't know who Tampa's got next week. No, the Bears. The Bears have a bye, and then today? they're going to Miami, Ooh. and then we're coming home um, to see the New England Patriots. And that will be the test for the Bears. And Mac is for real, isn't he unbelievable? Wow, Dude. Khalil Mac earning every dollar he's been paid thus far. He's kind of like I think a guy in the Bears said it too. Um, it might have been Prince Akamura, uh, one of the safeties, but he said he's like having in football for us. It's like having LeBron James on your team. He just he just changes the whole game, changes the whole dynamic. He makes right. everybody else he commands. He plays so hard that he commands everybody else's respect around him on that field. That it just brings out the better in him. He goes, and we're loving it. The fact that he's here, it's like, you know, he gives us the confidence to know that, okay, we got this guy backing us up if anything goes wrong. So just give 110%. You'll be fine. Vic Vangio, the defensive coordinator, has come out and said these guys are good. Very rare that a coach just tout his own team and say that they're good, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that's high praise. And if he really thinks they're that good, some people are, the the media has jumped all over the Bears. Us included right now. Uh, sure. I, <laughs> it's not the love. We're media. This is sports talk. We're, we're, it's sports talk. 
and Every now and then the we talk sports. Sometimes we talk sports. We you know. talk Irish. We talk sports. Pitsky. We can yeah. throw in a little Cubs. Cam- we can throw some Conor McGregor yeah. talk in there. Sure. To Irish it up a Why little. Why not? Speaking of which, doesn't he have a fight coming up, Clay? Aye. Uh, who's he fighting? Do you know offhand who that is? He goes by the name of Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, he's from a small Russian ex-Soviet country. He's a psycho. Everybody's a psycho in the UFC. Yeah, so they're going to fight each other, and uh, it's supposed to be a big deal. Um, is this a belt? Everyone's been kind of waiting for this fight for even before all the Mayweather and uh, even bef- like during the Diaz stuff. Everyone's like, he should fight this guy, this guy, because this guy was like up and coming, and he was pretty pretty good. He's undefeated, so that's it. Khabib is? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, he hasn't met our boy. Plus, McGregor. they have their off the... Uh, out of the cage uh, feud where that's who he threw the when he got arrested McGregor with the buses and all that stuff. Yeah, he was attacking this guy. Okay, so now it's now they it's get personal. It's apparently it's personal. Are you getting the fight? I am. Oh, and that's yeah. on what Saturday night? I. At your in where in your basement? Yeah, come on, come on down. Oh, no I, smoking though. What time is this at? It probably won't even start till like nine thirty, so okay. it'll be perfect for you. Speaking of which, how bring, are th- bring how some are, food? How are things over at the homestead? Any more worries about break-ins or anything of that? Na- uh, you, you, your neighbor had his house broken into. Who is a policeman? Yes, and attempted break-in. They didn't get in, but he they they pried and broke a door the, on, on their way in, and they took some packages off the front. No, door. Clay's just mm-hmm. looking over his shoulder. But the guy, the, my neighbor, since has um, been leaving his dog out more, which is a. Black German Shepherd, which is pretty scary, mm-hmm. and uh, he put security cameras up today. Really? Yeah. Oh. On the exterior of his home. So does that cover a little bit of a portion of your yard? No, because you have the big fence now, right? Uh, I get yeah, but it's every man for himself over in my house. Chicago baby. <laughs> That's right. They're apparently, you know, and I don't mean to freak our listeners out. They've been, I've been reading the headlines here in Chicago this week. There's a serial shooter on the loose. Have you read about this? I have read about this, and this freaks me out because. Well, he's not a serial shooter. He's a serial killer. Well, right. and both. Detective Bill. Well, uh, both, of his, <laughs> both the people that he's victimized uh, are it not It has alive. kind of a, like, Son of Sam feel to yes, it. Yes, very um, much so. And I actually had an appointment today in on the 6,000 block of Ridge, so right in that area. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, there was a creepy vibe over there. Yeah, I was like, over there today as well. I don't know. You're looking at everybody like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. Even more so than you normally would because in right. the city of Chicago, you kind of do that already. But that anyway. guy was well disguised, so you don't really know who you're looking at. That's the thing. Like, apparently, they, the Chicago police released a photo of this individual, and he looks like he's got like a ninja mask on or something almost. No, he's, almost, he's got like a, yeah, he's got like a scarf on his around his face. Yeah, we pretty much got warned at, um, at my place of work because uh, depending on what's going on also. Um, I'm going to have to give Van, my concealed carry With the Van Dyke and the Van Dyke McDonald yeah. case. Right. Um, Laquan McDonald, Jason Van Dyke case. Now, yes. is that finished now? Is it going into to jury or are the deliberations over? Yeah, it's jury time. All right. So we were given an email this morning saying, you know, uh, watch your surroundings, watch where you're at. Um, you know. Oh, yeah. They'd say there's going to if it's If, if there's a verdict... And it doesn't work out the way. Uh, or there's going, there's, there Guard could, the Jack Daniels. <laughs> no, in other words, go home and work from home. Don't be out uh, anywhere where there could be any, where there could be any kind of potential violence can erupt, um, which technically would be the whole city of Chicago. But of think, course, but, this this killer. And then you have this going on. Rogers Park killer is like timing up Excuse nicely me. with Halloween. It's very Halloweeny. That's terrifying, Clay. Yeah, it is. What are your kids going to be for Halloween? You thought about it? Have they thought about it Dinosaur yet? Dinosaur and a lion so far. Dinosaur and a lion. Yeah. And then we'll get a, a something for the little guy. Charlotte said she wants to be a skeleton. It's pretty, cool. pretty easy. Oh, okay. yeah. If you go like uh, Karate Kid style with I was that. thinking that, yeah, like Johnny yeah. Lawrence from Karate Kid. That'd, <laughs> that'd be good. That'd be great. Mikey, uh, he said he wanted to be a zombie. He's all over the place. He changes his you mind. You combine all the things he wants to be into one thing, a zombie, ninja turtle, skateboarding, you know, elephant. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's good. A zombie, ninja, skateboarding elephant. Sounds Why great. Why not? <laughs> I can't even do an. I can't do an elephant. <laughs> I can't do anything. Can with you this do a good golf. elephant, Bill? So pretty much. Wait a minute. So a zombie <laughs> with like what? An elephant trunk and an elephant tail. You and... get a trunk, a ninja mask, a shell, a skateboard. But how do you look what like was the a... other thing? <laughs> I forgot. I would, that's maybe that's what I'll be. 
I'll get like a, one of those long. That's what I'm going to dress like as a, when uh, I go to Rogers Park. Now. What do you call an elephant snout? A, a trunk. trunk. Yeah. An elephant I mean, snout. Uh, he had a <laughs> officer. He had like an elephant snout. A <laughs> uh, trunk. I mean, yeah, trunk. That's the name of my IPA. <laughs> elephant. Elephant snout. Yeah. That's not wow. a bad dark name. Amber. Elephant snout. Dark amber, dark amber, amber ale. Elephant snout. Amber ale. Very good. <laughs> Elephant snout, oink oink. I'm gonna carry yeah, nunchucks. That doesn't make not, any sense. I'm not carrying a gun. I'm carrying nunchucks. Okay. Nunchuck is is behind. Anyway, uh, that's not a bad idea, Clay. I could probably go to the dollar store and find one of those long elephant uh, sure trunks can. and yeah. with like a little rubber band on the back of it. No other elephant costume. A ninja turtle half shell. Mm-hmm. A zombie zombie makeup. Maybe some zombie makeup and a skateboard. That's frightening go. right Done. there. That's, yeah. that's the coolest costume I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> the kids that ask me what I am, I'd say I'm a zombie, a zombie ninja, ninja elephant snout uh, skateboarder. <laughs> that's right. Um, you kind of just, like, per, like for some reason, I just had an envision of the band that dressed like that. Guar? Um, no, uh, they used to sing that song, You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, but let's do it like they do. You know. On the Discovery Channel. Sure. Yes, you know yeah. the, the song. Who is, Who is that band? Ooh. The band's out of business. No, they were big. They were big, like a big Q101 band. You know? Yeah, and they would wear like these weird masks with like... You know, bear noses and like um, I don't and know. I, back when baseball was good and bands wore weird noses. <laughs> back when them Oakland days were good and bands had weird noses <laughs> on. And, and you and me, baby, ain't nothing mammals, but let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Everything was ninety nine cents. But when you talked about the, you know, on the skateboard, you know, the elephant zombie something, it, that's it like, brought you back to that video. I thought of I, that video. I yeah. actually have a, an, a Halloween song I would like to maybe play later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is it? Oh, you want to play? You want to save it till later? You don't yeah, want to we'll talk save it till it? later. Yeah, because we'll fade out with it because it's kind of long. I don't want to play the whole thing. Oh. Right? Uh, my kids are very excited for Halloween. Bill has a candy aficionado. Uh, I'm sure that you're very What are you excited. hoping for this season, Bill, in your in your bucket? <sighs> oh, man, I don't know. Bill um, walks around with a Home Depot bucket. Fill this up with candy. <laughs> Trick or treat. I did suggest to my girlfriend. I was like, she's like, are you going to be trick or treating with us? And I was like, uh, and I was like, Halloween. I was like, we're going to be doing the show on Halloween night. No, I will not make it for that. Did you get trick-or-treaters here? This and is a scary-looking like, building. I doubt they get trick-or-treaters here. I wonder if they get trick-or-treaters at the massage parlor next door. You know? Maybe. Trick-or-treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. be nice. Maybe we'll have to try it out and go trick-or-treat. We'll go over there with our goodie bag and trick-or-treat and knock on the door. See, yep. See what's going on over there. Um... Yeah, I haven't done the trucker treating thing in the a while. Trucker treating, trucker treating. I like to go to like a. <laughs> I like to go to a parade and collect candy. <laughs> off the street, Are people throwing you a couple tootsie rolls. I don't want to pick up my tootsie rolls off the street. Thank oh. you. All right, well, dirty tootsie roll. Dirty tootsie roll. Great Ooh. name for a band. Dirty oh, yeah. tootsie roll. I don't think they sang nothing but mammals though. No. Dirty uh, tootsie roll opening for. I don't Cindy know who Lopa. sings that. Um, we'll have it, to figure it out. We will. All right, let's do it over the commercial break. Hoolies Hooli returns after these. Flood Brothers Disposal was started 80 years ago by their grandfather. Today, 15 members of the family still work together. And as in their grandfather's day, they are service-oriented and believe that the only way to do something is the right way. Flood Brothers are price competitive, so you can count on them to exceed your expectations. So contact Flood Brothers for a quote on your solid waste, recycling, and yard waste collection services. And remember, their motto, your rubbish is our bread and butter. So call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Putting your future in the hands of a lawyer can get personal, particularly in personal injury cases. You've got one shot at justice, so you're going to want a guy who thinks like you. Tom Gorman is Southside Irish all the way. He grew up in Holy Redeemer Parish, went to Brother Rice, and yeah, he got a ride to play ball at Notre Dame. Played on the undefeated 1988 National Championship football team. After a shoulder injury ended his career, Tom stayed on with the Fighting Irish for his master's and law degree. Tom won the American Jurisprudence Award for trial advocacy at Notre Dame Law School, and he's been a trial lawyer ever since. Tom's practice is devoted exclusively to personal injury and wrongful death. 
Juries won million dollar verdicts for his clients, but his focus remains on those families and their futures. Tom and his wife Christine have lived in Beverly for almost 20 years. And they're raising their five kids in Christ the King Parish, Brother Rice, Mother Macaulay, and their oldest son is now at ND as well. Lots of folks have to deal with tragedy. It's good to know there's a guy out there you can count on who'll be in your corner to protect your family. You can call Tom Gorman directly at 312-345-7210 and tell him about your situation. Or go to the website, www.gormantriallaw.com. He's a good guy. There's no charge for the consultation, and you'll meet a new friend that's ready to fight for you and your family. Call Tom Gorman today at 312-345-7210 and tell him your story. Hi, I'm Patty Houlihan, and I support Concern Worldwide. If you want to do something about global poverty, hunger, refugees, the unacceptable suffering of young children, if you want to reach people directly where the need is greatest, you should too. For 50 years since its grassroots beginnings in Dublin, Concern has changed and saved lives of millions. It has been the proud, relentlessly compassionate face of Ireland to the world. Support Concern today at ConcernUSA.org. That's ConcernUSA.org. There's no more Irish thing you can do. McCann's Irish Oatmeal. We've been warming the hearts, minds, and souls of the most discriminating oatmeal lovers for over 150 years. From the family farm to your table, enjoy the whole grain goodness of McCann's Irish Oatmeal today. Available at your local grocery store. Welcome back, Final stretch of the program. It's kind of evolved into a Halloween program, although we're quite a ways away. Yeah, we're just. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready for it. Yet. I'm not ready for Halloween. Come on, yet. I got a uh, invitation in the mail. Well, my girlfriend did, and it was for a Halloween party, and it was. Um, I don't know anything about the movie It, but it was like a red balloon, and a cardboard um, boat like shaped thing. Yeah, something from the movie It, and it had an invitation out. I mean, it was really well done. I'm amazed how creative people get with Halloween and just like go nuts for it. Oh yeah, they really. I'm really trying to do. think when I got lazy with it. Maybe it's when I was like just in high school and I was like playing football and I was like, trick or treat? What are you crazy? Track or treat? <laughs> trick or treat? Trick or treat? I like trick or treat. Um, uh, do you look at a high school kid I like that trick or treat? Officer, look, I like trick or treat. Do you look at a high school kid that <laughs> trick or treats and you go, <laughs> get out of here, you jerk? Or are you like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, cater to anyone over the age of like thirteen. Okay. If you're, if, do you say like, no? What, like if, no. You, if you see a nice dad, you're not like. Kids if you see a nice dad, you're like, hey, have a baby roof. Most of the time, I don't answer the door. Yeah, just leave the, the bowl out there and hope I that it gets I don't annihilated. Move on to the next one. <laughs> you're right about that, Clay. There's, I don't think a lot of people feel uh, as neighborly as they used to. You never know whose case in the house, you know. We got, oh, I'll never forget. To think about. I think I may have quit on trick or treating, or my mother may have quit on it when we were probably in like, I want to say we were in like sixth or seventh grade tops, uh, and we were at, over near a friend's block. Oh, do you, I do remember this? And in our my had to like it was like meet, she'd be like, all right, I'll meet you guys down like you know three blocks down. When you get down there, just jump in the car and I'll take you to whatever part of town you guys want to go trick or treat at. You know, yeah. Next, so yeah. we would like trick or treat near our buddies' houses, like on those blocks and stuff. And we were near one of my friend's houses, and there was like four, four of my, four or five of my buddies with us, and we went up. To, obviously, there was a bowl of candy right there, and and like two, you know, and we just divvied it up between the five, you know, took all of it like a bunch of little punks, mm-hmm. and then it happens, and we had gotten down to the end of the block, but we had been spotted doing it, and we had done it at maybe like two houses, and my poor mother. Uh, you know, this woman knocks up by my mother's car window. I still remember the, I still remember the lady's name, Jane. And was like, Lady Your kids Jane. and these people just stole all the candy. You know, and we were like, my mom was like, what? And of course, we denied it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't take any of it. Some of yeah, the people, you did. I didn't. Yeah, the candy addict didn't take any. <laughs> sure. I didn't. Take one. Hey, open your bag. We're taking the but whole But I'll never forget bowl. that. And I think like after that, uh, Halloween was over in my house. I think it was just like, okay, you guys are done. I think that's a good indicator of what kind of kid you're dealing with, right? Like, if you're just looking at, like, 
if you could follow the kids 10 years later that stole all the candy and see where they are as above like mm-hmm. the probably one. lawyers and doctors <laughs> all the kids who stole all the candy are now attorneys and doctors oh absolutely the guy who just took one is now working at office depot not that that's a bad gig or anything you know yeah. everybody no, needs stationary yeah mm-hmm. so, don't, don't bad mouth office depot i don't want well, i'm not again. i need them as a sponsor i'm not bad mouthing. i was a, sh- a shaving cream guy too i think that was eighth grade shaving cream Wearing all black. What do they do now? <laughs> Running around the neighborhood, putting shaving cream on other kids' dinos and stuff like that. What do they do like now? Throw cell phones at people? I don't know. That's why I'm kind of like, why, how do like, what's the big thing on Halloween now? I mean, what are they doing? You got to get still a... egging houses. Are they still, you know, what was our plan that we had recently? Oh, the publisher's clearinghouse thing. We could do that and egg people at, on Halloween. Prank people. Throw eggplants at them. Eggplants, rotten fruit, Step whatever. Up a notch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got a year old man arrested for throwing rotten fruit at children. Uh, I don't <laughs> fake publishers here in Clearinghouse, man. <laughs> Popping out of the old PCH, man. Yeah. I don't know. They got to get Halloween robots to handle uh, the trick or treaters in the next. That uh, answers my door. This is Skittles. It has 2,000 calories. Like, it has to give the factual information Watch about every your candy. Teeth. Right. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. <laughs> Do you have any gluten free candy for Isaiah? He doesn't. He has an allergy. I have a banana. Does uh-huh. it have razor blades in it? <laughs> what is a razor blade? Remember Robots. that was the big thing. Does yeah, that, did that ever cool. actually happen, anyone? Yeah, like that's a, a that's like a some guy putting a razor blade in the kids. Uh, There's a guy brownie. putting razor blades in caramel apples over on Paulina. Be there careful. Was a, there was a person putting razor blades on on children's playground equipment a couple years back in the city of Chicago. Let's okay. see it happens. There's some sick people out there. There's some razor there. blade cycles out there, huh? Well, yeah. Sit around and they listen to The Razor's Edge by ACDC. It's a great, it's great, a great album. Song. That song's vicious. Razor's Edge. Wow. Razor's Edge. Razor's Edge. Yeah, that's a great album. That's what the detective thought of the first time he, he stumbled across that scene. I know who we're looking for. It's a guy. He loves ACDC. He likes the Razor's Edge album. He's a fetish for razors, and he likes hurting children. Uh, we'll find him. Yeah. No worries. No, that's the detective listens to that album while he tries to crack the case. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's Macho on the left. You gotta get inside his head. Him. Yeah, Billy knows it. Oh, it's a great song. It's a 103 Fed the Blaze song. And Razor's Edge was a treat if you heard it on the Blaze. Oh, yeah. You, really guys, you guys like kicking it back to the Blaze quite frequently. I, here's when, why I used to fall asleep every night with earphones in listening mm-hmm. to the Blaze. That's, that that's station, where my love of, like, in, uh, Hair raise, metal, yeah, kind of grew. Queensrÿche and Queensrÿche, uh, GNR, all those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Blaze is where I heard about Queensrÿche, GNR, all of those guys. I was probably like okay. ten, from ten to th- thirteen every night. I don't. What was it? Rock one hundred three five. Is that what it was? The Blaze three point five. Yeah. The Blaze. <laughs> wow, That's right. really struck a chord with us. That was pr- before we had Sony Dismans. That was before we had. Well, we had Walkmans were out there. Then, All I know is they played. People a lot used of music. to listen to the radio on their Walkman. Imagine such things, right? Isn't yeah. that crazy? Now it's everything's digital. Can you imagine that you used to walk around with a Walkman and like a, a sack of tapes? Yes. Where's my? What the fanny pack was for. Man, I never wore a fanny. Your pack. wallet, your tapes. I usually would just you know, pick one tape, leave it in the Walkman, and just deal with it all day. You know, if I got to listen to "Smells Like Teen Spirit" twenty times, then I got to do it. Did you? Do you have any tapes still? You think are they uh, in the basement, I, the shoebox somewhere? No, I own zero tapes. Those would be good trick or treating. I have yes. one CD and zero tapes. That would be a fun gift to give kids. Just give out your old album. There you go. Give them a tape right. and go figure it out. Enjoy this. <laughs> Enjoy this. This is Queensryche's first album. <laughs> Here's a tape of Queensryche. Figure out how to play it. A couple of good it. songs, but really, Silent Lucidity is where it gets you. Yeah. Oh, that's funny you mentioned that. I was talking about that very song today with our friend and former guest, Vincent Wildman Mammals. Yeah. You were talking about Queensryche's Silent Lucidity? Yeah, because he used the word lucidity in a uh, sentence. In a form of context. And I told him that he had to uh, Google the song Silent Lucidity immediately and figure out how to play it for me. Oh, and then man. we can sing it together, maybe on the show sometime. Staring I'm st- back to you. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I'm staring back to you. I thought it was. I'm standing next to you. I'm standing lu- next to you. That guy, like that guy was intense. In silent lucidity. It's a great jam. Great guitar, wow. acoustic. Boom, It's beautiful. Do we have that? <laughs> Do we have silent? Mike, can we get a little silent lucidity? In here? <laughs> 
I can't laugh. It hurts to laugh, everybody. Um, we have a very important program. We've been referencing Bloodhound Gang. You ha also, you, then you must have missed your high school reunion this weekend, I too. I did. Ah. <laughs> I did see some pictures on Facebook of the rest of the Thumbwick grads. They uh, all descended upon Healy's West Side there in Forest yeah, Park. Yeah, looked like bar. a decent turnout, so I hope everybody had fun. But and Because you were ill, you did not make it. Yeah, I was not feeling... Uh, too great. So were you were you getting uh, hit up with the text messages going where are you at, man? Not really, a little bit. Here? I had never formally responded that I was going anywhere with anybody. Okay. okay. So they were. Everyone was guessing. They were putting their hands Smart in the air. Play. Yeah. Smart but, play. Uh, you know, whatever. I'll be at the fifty fifty years. We'll talk yeah. To good. You <laughs> See you then. Uh, yeah. You've had ailments. I've been having ailments all week too. Ailments. Heartburn. Yeah, Billy's got heartburn issues. It's you know been what I told him? Awful. Lay off the candy, the pop, the cigarettes, the, last, the yeah, beer. Last Duh. four nights in a row, I've had to get up out of bed two to three times. How many cheeseburgers did you have this week? Over ten? <laughs> five. <laughs> you had five cheeseburgers this week? <laughs> That's a lot. With, with fries, all of them? I had one yesterday and I had four today. You're like President all Trump. All fries? No, just straight burgers. No, the one yesterday I had with actually a beautiful salad that I made with my girlfriend. You had a hamburger wow. salad? No. <laughs> we had a nice salad as our side. Chop up with, that Big Mac and throw it in that Caesar salad mix. Thanks. Yeah. People do that all the time, Clay. I guarantee people Absolutely. do that. Some guy in... The lead singer of Queensryche does He it. does. He's got a Big Jamming Mac salad. Big Macs into his turkeys for, Halloween, for uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm eating Big Mac salad in silent lucidity. He jams Big Macs into his turkeys for Thanksgiving, Bill Sutton. Some guys, oh, some guys do the White Castle thing on then their turkey. Then they deep fry. Then they deep fry. Um, well, I can't even think about Thanksgiving. You threw me off there, Billy. Sorry. So, Billy, it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, you got bad wait. heartburn. You've been getting out of bed That's three to four stop days. Stop drinking the pop. I'm doing That's everything. That's the key. That's the I'm key. Taking Prilosec. I'm eating Tums. See, I Billy, you know, see, this is I have I'm this like, problem. Instead of instead of addressing the issue, you cover it up with all that crap. You're right. I need to change my diet. That's yeah. absolutely what it is. Slightly. Change your diet. Not even big time. Just no pop. Go That's with, the exact same thing no my pop. girlfriend. She's like, just give a pop for a little bit. Give a pop and drink iced tea. It's good stuff. Okay. I don't know if that's helpful either, though. That's caffeine. No, they, say, the they say that tea is one of the remedies I read. In don't herbal, want Any kind of a tea, herbal tea, is good for heartburn. Um, well, not obviously lemon tea. You can't have anything. Like, what if you have to quit candy? You're not ready. <laughs> no, I'm ready. I mean, I, I got to quit a lot of things. Smoking, candy, um, Big Macs. Sinning. Sin. Sinning. Running. Watching dirty movies. Ah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of things I need Listen, to quit. I got a lot of problems. I'm trying to quit candy, cigarettes, dirty movies. Um, my plate is full. <laughs> Uh, I just just leave me alone. I can't make a donation at this time. <laughs> I can't make a donation at this time. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm unable to make a donation today. Man, you know what? I stumbled across on the old TV box today. What? what? A debate going on between uh, our buddy JB Pritzker and the other guy, Bruce Rauner. Oh, yeah, Governor Bruce yeah. Rauner. Did they have a debate today? They did have some little debate. It was pretty heated. They were going at it. It was pretty The funny. Porcelain Prince was getting the angry. The Prince versus Horseface. <laughs> I feel Gosh. like the press has kind of backed off that whole race lately. Oh, they'll um, get back into it. Because the mayoral race seems to have just like kind yeah, of taken more of a full. trumping it. Yeah. No pun intended. Dracula laugh. Yes. Uh, we were talking about Big Macs. I read a thing about Trump the other day that he apparently likes to eat hamburgers in bed. You read this before? Mm, sounds no. amazing. It's an interesting concept. I was thinking about it. You've never really laid on a couch and eaten a McDonald's cheeseburger. I've never. I don't think I've ever laid down and eaten. You've a never sandwich. laid down, had a clicker in your hand, watching TV, and just jammed a Mickey D's cheeseburger down your throat. No, I sit up and eat it, and then I lay down. And oh. I'm done. I laid down today and did it. Wow, that's crazy. That's why you have heartburn. That's really sir. Yeah, that's really bad for you. It's awful. You shouldn't lay down and eat big sandwiches. I'm tired. <laughs> I like to lay down. I'm very tired. That's an interesting concept for a restaurant. I really just lying lay, down. Bill just laying on his back, kicking his legs in the air, slamming a Big Mac down his throat. Oh, what was interesting tonight while I was at the awards ceremony. Uh, no butter, no salt on the table for dinner. Yeah. Okay. I had to request it. But oh. did they bring it to you? They did. I said uh, we, I, the. The rolls are being passed, dinner rolls. 
what good is a dinner roll without a pat of butter? Oh, look you know? at how snobby you are now with your khakis and your yeah. And your, and yeah, your I was upset. You know, I said, listen, I have a candy cane shirt, shirt on here. I need uh, some butter on my on my bun. Uh, but uh, some of the people at the table were like, oh no, that's the thing. No, they don't do that. They don't. They don't. You know, they're, everyone's trying to be health conscious. So, uh, no more butter, no more salt. I ate about a half a stick of butter today. Anyway, I asked for it, and the lady was like, "Yeah, I'm being ethical." And know. then everybody annihilated it. Everybody, everyone's like, "Oh, we got butter! Yeah, yeah. Bring the butter! Oh, I got salt! Perfect!" You yeah. know? Hey, single Terry, pays the butter. Right. He wasn't there. <laughs> no. No. Eric Dickerson, big guy in person. Yeah, but I, not as big as you would have thought. I didn't recognize him. He's like 65 years old. Yeah. No. no. None of these athletes. It's weird. A lot of these athletes, when they get become older, they shrink. They shrink. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, you know, that's so-and-so? Wait, you're like, you're Jeff half Gordon, the size of what he used two. to be. Like, you know, there were there was a guy who went in tonight who played for the Patriots, and I forgive his name now. Uh, Rob Ninkovich? Ninkovich. He was a beast when he played for the Patriots. And then you see him today, and he's like probably, you know, six foot four, six foot five, like 210 pounds. Like, he looks like just kind of any other average guy you might see walking down the street. He doesn't like look hulked out or anything like that. And I'm like... Wow, you know, like it, it's a, in it, it's just well when they're playing, they have the those fact trainers that, and those guys. They're feeding them all kinds of, you know, it's like eat it. The, they have strict diets, and then, yeah, I don't. I just have heartburn. You'll be fine. I think I will. I'm just a liquor salesman who likes lemon heads. You know, you do, Bill. Drink cat's milk. What's cat? Is there such a thing as cat's milk? <laughs> yeah, they're handing it out on Halloween. You know what? I looked up a weird fact the other day just because I wanted to know. Yeah. How many Taco Bells there are in Tokyo? Mm. How many guests? Anyone? For our, for our Irish radio listeners, question of the week. How many Taco Bells are there in Tokyo? Patty, guess. How many Taco Bells in Tokyo? Yeah. 141. Wow. Bill? That's aggressive, man. Jeez. I, I said 15. <laughs> I'll be, it's uh, a city. It's not a country. Well, uh, uh, yeah, there's, that's a good point. There's five. <laughs> there's five. <laughs> 141 Taco 141? Bells. 141? That was way off. There's a whole block. It's Taco Bells. <laughs> 20 Taco Bells on one side of the street. The, uh, oh, boy. Uh, that's good the, stuff. The Yotiro, Yotokiro Taco Bell dog, or whatever his <laughs> name is. He's barking his head off, He's running around. Yotokiro Taco Bell. Yotokiro Taco Bell? You just hear it. I'm laughing like Gary. You just hear the bell all day long. Like the commercial. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, wow. Five Taco Bells in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Song. If anyone asks, now you know. What do you got, Mike? Something there. Let's jam. Bloodhound Gang. Oh, I'm thinking Queen. Oh, thinking, you want to go Queen? I, I think Queen. We got a choice for to go out as our Ooh, song. Sound, that's a little. That's kind of a downer. I say we go with mine, which is which is you'll love it. You you know it, but you don't know it. You know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you love it. You know it, but you don't know it. But you love it. You don't know it. <laughs> All right, Let it with us. Okay, well, if you've enjoyed the last hour of this program, you can find archived episodes of The Hoolies Hoolie at freecrack.com, or you can search for us on iTunes uh, as well. You have to search Free Crack. Shows presented by Hibernian Transmedia. Stick around for the program that follows this one, that is The Crack with Gino Cooney and Mike Houlihan. They perform that show live in front of an audience uh, every Thursday night at Bill. Thank you. Yeah. The Chief O'Neill's. And then stick around for the traditional Irish music sessions that follow at 7. Uh, that's it. That's what okay. I got. Yes. Focus. Oh, sure. I know this, Clay. I dig yeah. it. Well, run for your life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See you Until next, next week. week. Bye. <laughs>